Viewer discretion is advised. You know your friends and you know what's going to hurt them. And it's, a, it's the smallest thing that I said to him. And when you say it, you wish you can take it back, but you can't. And it's like, ah, man, you try and forget about it. And you hope that he didn't clock it or he didn't take it in, but you know he did. And it's kind of like, that. Mandate. Welcome to Mandate, where nothing is off the table. And tonight we have some amazing, amazing young people. Amazing young men, uh, to, so to speak. And so they're both from Tamaki Makoto Okilani, and they're both from the Promised Land, 274, also known as Tin City, but also known to better, better known to us as Home of the Brave, Otara. And so very talented young men who kind of uh, cut their teeth in terms of the performing arts arena, film, TV, theatre. And one of them has, has been on, uh, well, renowned for his, his part on Three Wise Cousins and also on The Other Side of Heaven, part two. And so he's been uh, been kind of uh, off for a little while, but uh, just coming back into the ceiling once again. So exciting projects uh, on the way for, for this young man, but also the other one needs no introduction. Uh, you've seen his film just recently, Nick Skull Wins. Uh, the man is a, kind of like an elite in our, in our, uh, our acting and performing arts and, and also uh, in terms of film, the man is, is, is up there. And so please put your hands together for these amazing, talented young men, Neil Amutunai, and of course, Bula Koale! My loveless, they're part Māori, part white, full Samoan. They come on Ngāti Tūwharetoa, also my religious to my wife, uh, Georgia. So, um, yeah, that's me. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having me. I'm going to hand it over to my my little my, my best mate. Yeah, my little lover. Loi ngō neo ami tōnai. Ki sao mai ngū o solo solo, whale akiu. Same as Biola as well. Um, I got one child. Uh, one little girl, uh, she's from the, um, from the, <laughs> yeah. she's from the, Iwi she's from the Iwi of uh, Te Apodi and Te Kou. Um Yeah, yeah, but um, same as B, thanks for having us. Uh, it's a privilege to be here and mm. share our stories. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my love all sorts. It was, I guess it started more rolling because we obviously we had Pula last time. Mm. Uh, awesome deal to have you um, on, on board um, this evening. And so when I when I got the the message from from the from the also here, oh man, exciting news! And the things that you're kind of kind of working on together with your other with the other also Dom. I said, brothers, tell us, tell us what's been happening. Tell us what's, what's the, uh, the 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 project that you guys have panned out together and worked together on. And tell us because it seems quite exciting. So please give us. Uh, a bit of uh, insights of, of what's what, what to expect. Yeah, I'll start off. Um, me and um, Biola and one of our other good friends, Dominic, um, we first started at a theatre company called Massive. Um, and this would be going back, I'd say about 10 years ago. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. Past, bro. Past 10 yeah, years, yeah. yeah. Um, and we all sort of started theatre um, together. It was the first time I met Biola, first time I met Dominic. Um, and we did um, a show called The Brave, um, and we did that for a few years. And we always told each other, oh, we, um, that we were going to make a show together, or we were going to make something together. Um, and you know, fast forward a couple of years on, um, 
you know, we've put our heads together um, and, yeah, man, we've, we've um, decided that we're going to put together a show, but it's um, it's going to be about us, be about our friendship and, you know, the journey that we've been through. Um, and it's pretty cool because um, with Massive Company, um, there's uh, a beautiful lady, her name's Samantha Scott, um, and she's she basically, queen. yeah, she's our queen when it comes to performing arts. She taught us everything about performing arts, but not just performing arts, but the the work ethic behind performing arts. And um, that's something that we carry, like, you know, with us day to day. You know, our work ethic is, is of that standard. That's quite high. And, um, you know, it's like full circle coming back around. You know, this, this beautiful lady, Samantha Scott, she's going to be the one directing us for the show. Um, alongside um, uh, co-director Scotty Cotter and um, yeah man I, I think when we first started it was um, you know we had a choice about what we what we wanted to put on um, and it was the choice of going away and, and thinking of something that we were going to do or if, if we're going to get a writer in to, to write something um, for us but you know, from from the get-go, man, I think we wanted to do something that was going to, that meant something to us. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, massive Theatre Company is, um, they run a whole bunch of free workshops, especially like every school holidays yeah. for young. And that's where we met, just going off just to make those details. We met through these free workshops at OMAC. Just and uh, where people from all over Auckland came to OMAC and uh, Neil's, Neil's lying if he says it wasn't true, but we turned up because all these East Auckland girls came. <laughs> 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 uh, I saw they look into your eyes and don't run away. We're like, you. So, um, but you know, we gotta, we gotta tell the truth a little bit over here. But that's how, what, we would have been 15, 16 yeah, now. We're, yeah. we're in our 30s now. Yeah. So, but Massive Theatre Company, um, they work physically, which is, I think, what attracted us, eh? Because we were like, but we're fresh. We don't know anything about theatre. And, um, and this lady was, Sam Scott was just like Gordon Ramsay, just like harsh. She was, and she's a Spalangi lady who was just like, and we, you know, Islanders, we respond to harsh, mm. you know, we don't, res if you, if you're nice to us, we'll probably run you over. And she was harsh. Like she said some, some pretty honest truths. I remember like specifically yeah. like when we were sitting down and we weren't answering our texts or texting her or being prompt on time. She was like, why do you guys act stupid? You know, why? And I was like, well, you can't say that to us, smart lady. Act stupid. She's like, no, because you're way smarter than that. And I've seen you be smart and I've seen you be amazing and beautiful. Why do you, you're not that. I know you're not. And I remember us going, bro, yeah. honestly, that's that's the truth. Mm. So um, she's like our Jedi. And Massive Theatre Company, they make, every work they make, they make it from scratch. Like no one, they don't get a play from somewhere. They don't do Shakespeare. Mm. Like they create a play. So when we made The Brave with eight men, yeah. we made that show together with eight men and it was about, about us being men and being brave and about us. And this show is about the three of us, me, Neil and Dom. Um, 
navigating a tough time in our life as brothers because we thought we were the epitome of what brothers should be mm. at one time in our life yeah. for a long time. We were like, we are the example of what best friends should be to the world. Mm. And then we weren't. And then we didn't talk to each other for two years. Yeah. But we like pretended that we were still all good. Yeah, yeah. But like we a, weren't. I think the love was still there. But we, we still turned up for each other. But we knew deep down inside there was. Broken. Yeah, there's, yeah. you know, there's cracks here. Yeah. Um, and it'd almost be easier to just sweep it under the carpet like we always do. Um, but to actually talk about it and like try and find a way around it. Yeah was quite tricky because mm. it's like are we putting too much effort into a friendship mm. is this do people normally do this or you know because like B was saying and we thought our, our friendship was that's it this is the expectation of it you know you turn up for me I turn up for you you know and then when we took a little dip and that um, and something happened we kind of stuck there mm. And it was over a duration of time where we didn't talk for about, didn't talk about it. Yeah. Except for about two years. Yeah. We like hung out and we pretended like we're still the same friends mm. from beforehand. But no one wanted to talk about the brokenness. Yeah. And it took us making this show to, to figure it out. Mm. So this show is kind of like our therapy. The show is... Um, it's probably the toughest thing I've ever been through in my life, eh? Yeah, and that's saying something, being from Ota, because we yeah. have a tough life. But um, tough because we've had many conversations to each other, honest conversations where we're going, all right, to, to get to the next level of writing or ideas, you have to tell me the truth, and now I have to be brave enough for it not to hurt me, yeah. and I have to hear it. And that sucks. Yeah. And then those those conversations like still wrecks me now, like get mm. goosebumps. Um and that's what the show is. And then the show is called I Love You G. You know, it's just about us three brothers trying mm. to figure out a friendship. And let's let's put it on stage and let's get our people to um come. And that's why we came to mm. you guys. Yeah. You know, because we're massive fans. I know Neil's yep. a massive fan. I'm a massive fan. Tom's a massive fan. And you speak, the audience that watches and listens to this is the people we want to come to this theatre show. Yeah. I mean, it's all good if theatre people come, but nah. I need the hood to turn up. Yeah, I need sure the gangsters to turn up. Yeah, you know, like, and I'm for real for that. Like, I need, I need, I need the little brothers and little sisters to turn up for this. Yeah. So, I know, we'll talk for ages, but. Ah, oh, that's cool, man. Hey, so, Libby. Just a call out to SA and yeah, South Auckland. Yeah, man. The hood and even those surrounding, um, just those in Auckland, man. If you resonate to this, you resonate to the call out, and especially those words, I love you, G. Mm. You know what that means. Mm. <laughs> you know how much you feel when you call someone else a G. Only you know, if you know, you know. Mm. And so. I, I, I'm i excited the way you guys talked about it. So, man, call out to everyone. Um, turn up for this because this is our people, for our people. And I'm mm. excited to n know more and um, fire out. I'm definitely going to be there. Thank you. Like, even yeah, if yeah, I have yeah. to be security. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
at the back of the back of the goods. Nej, hvis vist. Hey, Usus, because it'd be interesting. Cause I like what you said. Um, that you guys kind of still kind of meet and you kind of go through the motions as brothers and as, as boys. Uh, but you said that there was something that was broken. Like mm. you, you guys didn't talk about it. Yeah. Uh, but you kind of knew that there was something that was not. Yeah. Not um, quite the same, and so yeah. I don't know. Maybe if, can you guys kind of delve into yeah. it a little bit more? I mean, we can talk about it. Later. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. The show is going to be yeah. good. To, yeah, yeah. Should we start from where it's? What started? happened, Neil? Yeah. Oh, it's still talking to me. You know what? The guy that's not here. <laughs> that's, that's why we're breaking because he never turns up. Yeah, I told him to be right here. I was like, my boys turn up. Yeah, also didn't turn up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, it started. It started um, on the night before my wedding. So that night, um, and we sort of all got together. We um, staying at this nice Airbnb. And um, oh man, it's the the night kind of felt weird for me, eh? And I I, I think um, we went through and we did things that we normally do, like as all sorts, you know, we roast each other, um, we you know sit around the table and we recycle the same stories we always talk about, and um, we all had this, yeah, yeah, man. So we we told the same stories but like ten versions of it. <laughs> But um, yeah, yeah, we we did all of that, um, and and for some reason I just I, I felt like I I wanted a little bit more, um, but I think that that was coming off the back of um, because you know I called my wife and I said oh you know how how's how's things going and um, and she was like oh I'm getting pampered the girls are looking after me like you know they've surprised me they've done all of this and this, um, and. <laughs> I looked at the, I turned to my left and I saw the boys sitting there with KFC and, was, <laughs> <laughs> and that was all good like you know because we normally do that we always do that that's our thing uh, we sit there with some KFC it's simple and we sometimes have a few beers there we roast each other but this night it, it felt felt different you know I felt like I wanted a little bit more and I just I just didn't know what it was so um yeah, man, we the, the the night carried on and um the the roasting sort of just hit different. You mm. know, it's um you know, Can I explain the roasting? Yeah, yeah, it goes. And you know, like when the brothers roast, like they bring up stories from the past and <laughs> and I mean, I feel like I'm pretty elite at roasting. <laughs> and that night I was just like, You're gonna get it. Mm. And I just went in. Roasting, having a laugh. His little brothers, his older brothers were there. We were all cracking up, just roasting me up with this particular story that we always laugh about. Yeah. And it's always funny. It probably still is funny. Yeah. But I didn't know what was going on in Neil's head. Mm-hmm. And I think um, for me it was um, having a, com- a combination of my 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 blood brothers there, my siblings, Um they were there, and then my two best friends were there. So Dominic and Biola, mm. all in, under one room. And I dreamed of this moment for so long. I was like, man, my my brothers, they get to see me with my two best friends. And I want them, I want them to see what it's like to have two best friends. 
you know, because I, I don't know who their best friends is, my um, my siblings, but I only wish that one day they would have good friends like mine, or I wanted to see them what good friends are like. And so those good friends are sitting around the table roasting me. <laughs> <laughs> Destroying you. Yeah, yeah, man, and they were going hard, and, and um, yeah, man, something just clicked in me, and it, it just didn't hurt like it used to. Um, and yeah, man, I just, I just saw red. I got up and I walked out of there and, um, long story short, man, we sort of had a few words. We said a few mm. things to each other. Um, yeah. Neil has this look. I mean, we all know the look when the switch goes, mm. the brown look, you know, either the anger look and I remember roasting him and watching Neil walk to the bathroom. And he just closed the door and I was like, oh, so good. Took to laughing, all the boys mm. still laughing. I said, Neil, come on. And he opened the door, he came out and I looked at him. I looked at him in the eyes and said, he's not there, something's on. And I was like, gee, what's going on? And Neil just started barking. And I was like, whoa. And then the whole, the whole room went black. And he just started going, what? And Neil just started barking and trying to get us like just let's talk let's talk mm. let's sit down and we eventually got neil to sit down and talk and he's trying to he's just trying to make his hands busy tie his shoelaces and i don't know if you want to talk about what was going on in that moment for you yeah yeah, yeah it was just like um that man it felt like everything sort of just went inside um and i couldn't breathe it was just real red and i was just like you know when something like just pulses constantly um yeah, like what B was saying, like I was trying to keep myself busy from like by just tying my shoelaces and stuff. I was about to, you know, get up and, and just take off. I don't know where to, but I was just, I just wanted to get out of there. Um, yeah, and um, it, it wasn't like a big like argument or anything like that. Sort of something, it's the first time something like that had ever happened to me, Biola and Dom. And some 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 things were said. Like yeah. yeah, some some things were said. I I remember, um, you know, um, where I looked at B and and um, you know, I, I, you know your friends and you know what's gonna hurt them, and it's a it's the smallest thing that I said to him, and it sort of, you know, you wish when you say it, you wish you can take it back, but you can't, and it's like. Ah man, you try and forget about it, and you hope that he didn't clock it or he didn't take it in, but you know he did, and it's kind of like, damn. Should we? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Neil had said something. You probably find out in the show, and it's not big, mm. but he knew the exact word or words. I think it was like three words mm. to say to sting me, and it didn't sting me in that moment, but it did make me question our brotherhood, kind of, because everything was moving fast. But that moment happened, and then it was the ripple effects yeah. that hurt. Mm. So then that moment happened. We come together. We talk about it. Neil gets over it. Well, I just remember Neil just, I was like, just get it out, get it out. Still thinking about what he said. Let watch my best mate feel good. So is it all out now? Then we have a debrief talk, and then, then we pretend we're best mates mm. again for the next day because we still have to put our best mate up on the wedding. Yeah. While we're all scarred, we've got these new scars, and we're like, what's going on? But we were in the car driving to the wedding, going like, mm -hmm. whoa, 
thank you, God, for letting that happen to us. Yeah. Well, see, look, this is this is why we're the bestest of friends because, look, not even that could break us. And we're still going to be proud and take you to the wedding. And we were in that moment, if we were being... But we're, we're, we're lying to ourselves to say that we're all good. Mm. And I guess the show is like the inner thoughts. Everyone yeah. has your inner thoughts about mm. what you think, what I think of myself, what you yeah. think, you think of me. And it's just like I call it the, the dark dog. And I got a big little dark dog is always on my shoulder mm. um, that starts talking. And I guess Neil's dark dog was there too on that yeah. night. Mm. But then we had two years of not talking about it. And that dark dog got bigger and bigger and mm. bigger in those thoughts. And that ripple effect of those three words, for me personally, sent me down a deep, yeah, deep, deep, dark hole that I didn't even know if these guys knew, but my little brothers and that were, they were, they, were, they got the brunt of it and mm. they were trying to, they were trying to figure out what is up with this guy. Mm. But the crack happened ages ago that they don't even know about. Mm. Um, and then first time we talked about it was when we, our, our um, director was at the wedding. She goes, oh, I love you guys, man. I want to make a show together with you guys again because look how happy you guys are at Neil's mm -hmm. wedding. She didn't know that we <laughs> almost had a massive scrap. Yeah. And she didn't know that we were, our souls inside mm. were cracked. And then two years later when she wanted to make a show about something, um, we got together and put forward some ideas that weren't about that. Mm. And then our friend Dom, hi Dom, you're supposed to be here. <laughs> um, wrote 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 a piece about what happened that night, and I remember when we when we read it, I was going, oh, it was like it's like pulling up your deepest darkest secret and revealing it and go, oh, we're gonna talk about it, we're gonna, and that's what unveiled the whole thing, and that's where I love you, G was born. It was born from that, and that's where the is healing or the understanding yeah trying to understand and navigate began and that's mm. where the show began so the show is you're gonna watch us try and figure ourselves out try and figure our brotherhood out mm. but mainly mainly ourself yeah mm. yeah because i would say i would say that we're still trying to figure it out now yeah it's not like we've we've got the end product and no, we, we've we've fixed it i think even to this day we're still working through it you know and trying to Trying to kind of rewrite the friendship or yeah. re-identify yeah. our friendship. It's like, oh, okay. So that's yeah. what, that's what Mahusu, you know, that's what upsets him. Or mm. that's what Mahusu is actually like. Or, you know, just trying to rewrite or re-identify it or refine it. Doesn't it, it doesn't need to be the same. I think that's what we understand. We don't, we've understood now that we don't have to go back to the old recipe. Yeah. Um, and it's okay to re you know, rewrite a new recipe. Yeah. About it. And then yeah. also like asking you guys, let's flip the script, eh? Let's ask yeah, you guys a cool, question. Man. Like, um, yeah. why do you guys, will we have a friendship, like thinking about what we were just talked about, if you guys have that brotherhood or a friendship or a group like that, then something has happened. Maybe something is, uh, I want to ask you guys, like, why do you fight for that? Like, um, why? Because it's, because there's been many friendships as well where I know we've all done the same thing. We just let it go mm. and then life happens. But why do you choose to fight for this one? Why do you choose to go for the battles and the scars? Because you get way more punishment 
for barely any benefit. Mm. I mean, right at the end, you get the brotherhood, but it's like we're always asking ourselves, it's like, bro, we can just end this now mm. and go carry on our lives and go carry on our careers and, and not go through this um, hardship. But why? Our question is, that's part of the show. Why do we fight for this? And we're asking ourselves, but we're asking South Auckland, West Auckland. We're asking you guys. And we like to say that we're going to put a mirror in front of us and look at it. And hopefully the audience see themselves. Mm -hmm. And hopefully they can go away and ask those questions for themselves. Um, we just got to make sure our show does that. It's good. The podcast was better than the show. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even watch it. No, I, I'm, on, I'm on the hill side. I'm on the hill side. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Oh, yeah. Man. Sorry, we talked for ages. But nah, nah, that was awesome. Work, <laughs> yeah. I'm intrigued, so really. It's funny, just Pete saying, like, you know, joking about, oh, I'm on the hill side, I'm on the hill side. Often in friendships, you know, when it tends to become by default when you get into these sorts of um, disagreements or difference of opinion, like whose side are you on or, like, you know, typically we go with our own side first and sometimes it can be hard to see the other side. And part of that you've highlighted, we don't know what's going on in people's heads. Um, but just going back to your, your talk on friendship, I guess, at least for myself, it's identifying the value of the friendship. And I don't know how any of us value friendship. We might all value friendship differently, like do you guys value friendship based on the amount of time you've known the person? Is it how frequently you see the person? Um, I personally like low maintenance friendships. We're like, I under, we all understand we're all grinding and hustling in whatever field we're in. But when the time comes and we come together, it's a grand catch up of, you know, roasts, joking. What have you been up to? Updates. Um, but I personally don't have friends that I see frequently um, so I don't know, it might be different for you boys, but yeah, my mm. perspective on fixing friendships is slightly different because of the things that I value in a friendship. Um, yeah. That's good, man. Charles? Yeah, I, I have to make my one work because my best friend's my wife. I ain't. Mm. <laughs> 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 Valentine's Prince Angels again. Just Valentine's Prince Valentine's. That's our lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> tell them, you, you, you can tell the boys, you can tell them. <laughs> Let it out. <laughs> so, like, different what you're saying for off camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. man, when you guys were talking, it made me just reflect on like certain situations that have happened and um, how I see friendship as well. Like, um, and like ever since I was young, I always kept people at bay, like just so I wouldn't get hurt. And mm. then as I got older, like people I invest into, it's like um, I always told myself, oh, um, people are there for a season, or people are there for a reason, and some are there for a season. And mm. so it's like, it's a, when they move on, it's like oh, okay, I know that that was seasonal. Um, but then, like, lately, I think about friendships where um, something has happened and you tr and you see them and you think it's all good and you say, yeah, but deep down inside, it's like, bro, there's something that has to be addressed. Yeah. And it's like, do I want to go there? So, as you guys were speaking and 
talking about your journey and what you guys want to portray. It's like, it's put a mirror on me. It's like, mm. shucks. Okay. I have to do some reflect. I have to really yeah. check myself and then also think about like the people I have around me. And, and in terms of like my, just those who I, like my siblings, I've, you know, when I, I always, those are the, you choose your friends, eh? You can't choose your family. Yeah. Mm. And so those are the ones you're like, oh man, if I don't talk to them at some point, they'll, you know, they won't go away because they're always there. So you're always going to fix it. And, but then, you know, as we know from today's news that, mm. shucks, life can just end just like that. Yeah. And so, I don't know, there's so much thoughts, so much emotions that have come up and yeah. I'm excited for this journey. Mm. Because man, who who does that? Like yeah, like values brotherhood like that. I got brotherhood, but that's because I've kept them at arm's length. That I know I can go to them for um, the banter. I know we got each other when like bro, I need someone to talk to. But like that tight, 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 like ride or die. Um, that's shucks. It's hard for me to. What what yeah. do you think that happens when like when you say like it's seasonal, um and like does it hurt you like if someone just fades in or like or, or doesn't yeah. and like I'm asking you like why do you where do you think that comes from? Hurt from when I was younger. From younger, yeah, yeah, because yeah. of uh, being mistreated. Yeah, or, yeah, and then it's like ah, I keep everyone at arm's length now. Yeah, 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 because as much as. I ask that because, like, what we learned from this show is, like, as much as we we try and pretend and say it's about brotherhood and friendship, it's about you versus you. <laughs> you know, it always comes down to it's you. like, it's like, how do you see yourself? And how do you, why do I care about what Neil thinks of me? And what do I value then? Yeah, that's why I asked that. That's powerful. Ooh, man. That's a that's a good question also. Uh, just like uh, similar to Charles and similar to you guys, just uh, just recently, I've had a bit not a fallout, but I had a, had, a, had an issue with one of my best friends, and just and uh, he happens to be, happens to be my brother in law as well, and so I can understand in terms some terms of some of the things that have happened and some of the situations where you feel like oh man bro you're not listening, and as tight as we are, there's there's sometimes where you can't you feel like you can't express what's really going on in your mind sometimes mm. and then and then that sucks because you think hey well how tight are we how close are we even to the point if i can't even ask you or i can't even tell him what's happening in my and in, in my head and even if i'm so pissed off at him it's like hey bro you can't be doing this kind of kind of crap so to speak uh, but what has come down what it's come down to is like as close as we are there needs to be a a, a time and a space where we can earnestly be open and honest mm. uh, honest with each other and everyone talks about communication and all that kind of stuff, which is which is cool. But I really believe that if you are that close and you are that tight, that we need to have a space where, also, man, are you good? Uh, are you you're not good? And you know, as, as, as men, you know, oh, yeah, all good also. And then we leave with jackery, like you were saying, you roast each other, go our separate ways, and in the back of your head, oh, what a dickhead, man. Mm. And then we, and just like you were saying, uh, Jay, and then you kind of talk to the whoever, the missus, or whoever you, you confide in, and you kind of blurt it out, and it's, it's not not resolved. But I think we need to, there needs to be a space, and and as for men, and I'm talking about emotional intelligence, 
uh, intelligence where we can able, we're able to articulate and share our thoughts mm. and really and, and, and say not in a way where they're like oh piss off you mm. you're dickhead and all that kind of stuff because we do say things that we don't we don't mean at the time yeah. probably at the time we mean it but when you look back like you're saying you're like oh man we shouldn't say that oh, man, i shouldn't have said or maybe the roasting shouldn't have said that but i think uh, there, there needs to be a shift in terms of our mindset like also i don't really you know also i don't really like what you just said there man um that's not cool Mm. Uh, and and still take it on the chest, like oh hey man sorry also I didn't didn't mean to say that I didn't mean to hurt you in that way, but it needs to be a, a, a shift because I know for the longest time people and we're born into this I feel like we're born into this you can't express your feelings we're men don't talk, don't talk about that you can't talk about this you're too soft harden up, but I think the times need to change where we can actually talk and actually say hey at at that moment mm. also I'm not happy with you that's not cool uh, and still like okay. Still be tight, still be tight. Yeah. Say, okay, I appreciate that. Instead of go, oh, okay, also, and, and put on that mask, you sort of speak, put on that, mm. oh, okay, thanks for sharing. Also, when you leave, oh, what a guy, yeah, you know, yeah. well, this, this guy, man, who do you think he is? Tell him what to do, he's not, he's not happy with me. Mm. But it needs to be out in the open, and, and it needs to be a place where we feel safe to share. Yeah. Mm. Share that. And how does that happen? Like, yeah. it's just like, I mean, if you think about it, like, for us, I mean, it happened by accident from making a show. Yeah. But then conversations of like, every time we get to one stage of, oh, okay, we fixed it. Then we put our show together and we go, no. And then, yeah. then we would go to the specific bar in Kingsland. Me, Dom and Neil would sit around the table. And then we have that, just look in each other's eyes. And mm. of, we have to go to the next level where we've had this, yeah. well, what have we said to each other? Yeah, like, so like, permission to to go there and yeah. to not to not get upset yeah but if you you know we're right here right now we're going to give each other permission yeah. to mm. to be honest and it, that it requires mm. permission from all sides because there are bits in rehearsals and i say this to neil now neil probably mm. doesn't know where i was waiting for him to say what i think he wanted to say like i was going in my head, because I'm so aggressive, I'm like, just say it, Dick. Mm. Just say it. I know you want to say it, but I was looking at him going, he doesn't want to say it. So then we'd done that meeting, and I saw my mate, and I saw Dom, and we just said, whatever, whatever you say can't hurt me. Yeah. So it was just like, but you have to, has to come from yeah. all sides, and it has mm. to come from permission. And it's like I bet you it looks different for other different groups and different friendship. Maybe it's over a call, but it's it's not something you can plan or um, imagine. Yeah, it just has to have a moment where you just got to look your bro in the eye or sis and go, "I give you everything." Kind of like you know when you're at church, we know that. And you have that moment. I mean, we're like kakaluing, but we're thinking about, you know, what's fukonga and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but maybe once or twice in your life, when life has kicked your ass, you've had that prayer, or you've had that cry, we have gone, God, I'm ready for it. All good. Anything and everything. Mm. You know, kind of like if I'm thinking about something that we, I know, maybe we've all experienced, it's like that. But having that with a human, <laughs> that's a big ask, you know? Um, and having that with your best friend. Oh, yeah. It requires a Even lot. more. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Jeez. Man, it's, it's funny, you just inspired a thought about how, 
you know, why is it so hard for us to have those conversations, to give permission to just mm. go there? And it just made me think about how I think sometimes we associate, especially if you've grown up, though, the way that we've grown up, where, you know, you do something bad, you get a hiding. Like, mm. that's the discipline. So we associate pain with it being bad. Mm. Um, and so when it comes to people we love, we don't, wanna, we don't want them to feel pain. At least in my mind, I'm like, I don't want them to feel pain. So I'll avoid saying it in the most painful way, which sometimes leads to not saying it at all. Mm. Um, and I think to some degree we can all relate in terms of like, you know, with our wives, sometimes there's things that we want to say, but we might. Come see yeah, it on the yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and um, it just reminded me of an experience like on Monday, we had a guest here on Monday and um, I was just, stressing from work and you know i couldn't even get myself to message the boys and be like i can't make it and so my wife stepped in and was like i messaged pete and when she told me i was like bro like you jumped in for me yeah and on the one hand i was grateful because she said what i couldn't and on the other hand i was like bro like what are the boys gonna think like shame mm. like i can't even i can't even send a message i can't even tap my screen 10 times yeah. and hit send yeah and i just felt so bad for it and it just made me think about how um you know you guys had mentioned time and space pete and sometimes it's hard to find you can't find the perfect time and mm. perfect space for it similar to on that night you know mm. when the door opened you there was no perfect time or space mm. it just had to happen there mm. or the realization had to come in a moment and you just sort of mm. have to pick up the pieces and mm. find your way um, but yeah, it just reminded me of this quote about how I think breaking, destroying, or discarding something is easy, but fixing what's broken, that's the real hard work. Yeah. And so just mm. big ups to you guys for being so open about it. Mm. And that just made me even more curious to see, see the show. Um, but just, yeah, really made me reassess where I'm at. Like maybe I don't know myself as well as yeah. I thought I did. And I definitely don't. Yeah. Yeah, mm. there's an image. I don't know if you want to talk about the image. You know, the um, the the vase. The, oh, yeah, like yeah. we like to describe. Yeah, what is it? Is it a just like Japanese? A, a Japanese. Eh? Um, when a when a when a is it a flower vase when yeah. it cracks, and when they put it back together, they they put it back together with gold. Um, oh. Is that yeah. the right analogy? Because because yeah. um, once it's back together. The gold, um, it's sort of what makes it. Um, oh man, I've it's what makes the vase a new vase. Yeah, yeah. a new the vase. The cracks are still there. The, eh? Yeah, the cracks are still there, but you've gone to the next level, and mm. I guess you can call that level like a yeah. certain, a certain gold, because mm. not everyone gets there. Wow. But when you do get there, um, you know you can see it, and it's it's filled with yeah, it's filled with love. It's filled with gold. That's um, how we. Um, our image we like to use eh, yeah. for for this show like or our friendship or what we're doing is like we're a broken vase but why do we want to put it back together yeah and why why do we want to go out and search for gold to glue it back together yeah. but at the end of the that vase looks beautiful eh? yeah looks better than what it was yeah way better than what it was yeah. but still cracked mm. yeah still that's that's it yeah. right? it's still there you know getting rid of it it's not going anywhere mm. but um it's just been put back together but you can still see it it's always going to be there mm. that's, that's cool because not only it's about brotherhood because and you know i you shared that um it ends up being you versus you so 
that's the internal assessment but you guys value the friendship to fight for it mm. like not many yeah i can go and do my self-assessment mm. but i'll be like ah, value. why am i wasting my time yeah. with this and so to enjoy all of that it just shows um the brotherhood mm. the friendship like at the end yeah. of the day you that's worth saving yeah and did everyone value it the same mm, that's i'm it. curious yeah because yes. obviously you know you can put 100 percent in but if someone's not pulling their yeah. weight then that helps that was yeah, it. assess your friendship true after that moment i remember what a dick. <laughs> so it's like, like you know like years well about two years later i was just like well, i'm gonna go find myself new best friends <laughs> My dick. True. i was just like because i'm like you if you screw me over, I'll cut you. Mm-hmm. We're done. And that moment was, like, they didn't screw me over. Yeah. It was just like, it was so bad, but with so little, that I was just, I questioned everything about our brotherhood. And I was like, okay, go go to the default feeling that we know, mm. cut you. Yeah, yeah. And I went... Went to city kickboxing, started boxing with all the guys. It's like these guys are intense. These are guys are like me. They are my round winners. This is this is my new best friends. I'm like, hey guys, you know, trying to find new best mates and going, lying to myself for ages. Going, I mean, they're great friends, but trying to replace them to fill a gap. And um, and then I go out in the weekend and drink and be like. Screw those guys Always talking about these guys And then my little brothers Be like Someone go pick up Eula from wherever There he is Talking about How And then you start to When you start to Tally points About instrument I've done this For the friendship I've done this This is how This is what it means to me Um, You should You should go Olin You should want to die You should But That's not the same as Neil Neil doesn't What you're talking about Or value I don't know How Neil values it But it's like, I thought we were all the same. I thought me and Dom and Neil were the exact same people before the crack happened. Yeah. And then... Uh. <laughs> hey, you, know, you want to talk about it for you? Yeah, yeah. I think I think for me is... Um, yeah, what people were saying. Um, for me, it was like... Because it took me two years. And I actually never really... We actually never really spoke about it until we started the rehearsal process but i thought about it nearly every damn day like i thought about it a lot um and i didn't even tell my wife about the incident um till like two months after um i sort of kept it to myself because it's kind of like as a man is it weird that i'm pushing this hard for a friendship do men normally push hard for this for friendship like you know is there a rule for something like this is there a book for something like this because um the 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 main uh, the, how we all know it's done is uh, you know it's done and you kind of like harden up uh, get rid of it you know or just cut them out and then you know can but it's like me i really wanted this friendship to work um and i really wanted to to bring it all back together but how you know how do we do that i know like just talking is is one of them but you know I'm, I'm like man i keep thinking man am i am i fighting too hard for the, for this should it be this hard um to fight for a friendship like this um and and yeah we we never really got there until we started the rehearsals um 
and I don't know why it was so hard. Um, and I planned many times in my head to like, um, I remember I was telling Bia, I was like, man, um, you know, there was Christmas, family dinners, birthdays that I planned in my head. This is how I'm going to say it. This is how I'm going to bring it up to him. You know, we're going to, we're going to walk outside on the balcony with our beers. I'm going to stand there, could be kind of tipsy. I'm going to be like, Salilis, do you remember that night? He's going to be like, oh, what night? And I'm going to be like, you know the nightles? He's so like, oh, yeah, the night before your wedding. And I'm going to say, so like, I just want to say, I'm, yeah, sorry about that. Hey, you know, it's, shouldn't have said that. But, you know, I had something like that planned in my head, but it just, the space wasn't right for it because it didn't require a, a moment like that. And I think we said it earlier that um, it's not planned. Something like this has to happen naturally and and not around alcohol or what we know or what we normally used to, you know, because we've never been through something like this before. But yeah, yeah, for me, it was just fighting a battle in my head. Like, oh man, as a, as a, as a male, is it, is it, worth it to push this much you know mm. um but yeah I've, we're still working through it together now mm. and uh, you yeah know, we don't know the full details of mm. it and like in terms of like the happenings the ins and outs but you guys have both shared like um different processes of what you guys were thinking about and how mm. you guys dealt with it but it both hurt you mm. and it show, but it shows how much you guys value this friendship mm. and it, and it just shows like like any relationship how mm. much do we value our, our relationships and what are we willing to do to work for it you look at a marriage and your significant other other like you got to see them every day we might say things that like but um that may hurt each other but you know, you you have to go and sleep in that same bed. Oh, most of us sometimes <laughs> <laughs> when we're allowed. <laughs> and, but you know, it it requires the patience. It requires the truth to come out. Mm. It requires like um, the time and and I I, I love this because it's a, it's a teaching moment not only for you but for men. Mm. Like, man, mm. I, it's it's. I think it's cool. Uh, I think it's amazing and it's, it's refreshing mm. and I love it and I can't wait to see the show and I can't wait what it does to me in terms yeah. of my relationships and how much burden it might take off me in terms of like, yeah, how much I want to, so many broken relationships. Mm. <laughs> Gotta go ask for forgiveness, <laughs> allow people to hear my side of the story and yeah, so That's much. That's why we're here, man. Honestly, like, it, man. we're here because... You guys have a podcast that is our show, you know? Um, so we want to talk to their audience. We want to talk to you guys. And um, we want to do your show on stage in a different way and uh, and uh, not beginning, middle, and end. We don't want answers. We want more questions. We want people to think. Because when, when you go to shows, you go, beginning, middle, end, done, uma, go sleep. You don't think about it. What we want you to do is when you leave our show, even if you're going away confused, we want you to dream about it the next day. Hmm. The next day. The ripple. We always talk about the ripple. Yeah. When something drops in, yeah. the ripple effects of what we hopefully 
uh, provoked out of you. And that's a lot of uh, how massive company works. Um, and oh man, they, they, they do free workshops and I want yeah. all these Polynesian kids to do it because that's where we came. Yeah. And if Tom was here, he would be saying the exact same thing, but in a more eloquent, eloquent way. Yeah. <laughs> Neil and Dom, they're like the beauty writers, like, um, Mr. Aggressive. Tom's the glue. He's the glue of this yeah. friendship. Hey. Yeah, 100%. Hey. Yeah. He's, uh, I don't know if you want to talk about Dom a little bit. Yeah, Dom, Dom's, um, like what B was saying, he's the glue to our friendship. Um, and I think Dom, to, to, to um, both of us are different type because to me Dom's an older brother to me and I you might see see Dom differently do I but I I sort of look at him and I'm like that's that's like you know I copy everything about him I just sort of man went and worked the office job and I went and worked the office job the man dresses you know um <laughs> They're like, dressed the same. It's just, if he wears, <laughs> if he wears triangles, you yeah, wear triangles. Yeah. I'm wearing no. triangles. They go, they all got tissues. The panther leather. No, those are the ones he wears. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, yeah. Um, you know, Dom's one of those guys that I look up to, and um, whatever he's sort of doing, um, I think coming up, um, you know, through a massive company. Um, I was it was, it was a lifestyle I wasn't used to because I was working in a factory before I sort of did all this performing arts stuff, and I I didn't know what I was doing. I don't think we either of us knew what we were doing, right? Um, for the girls, yeah, for the girls, <laughs> man. Um, but like, I was looking at him and I was like, okay, that's the expectation. That's the guy. Um, so whatever he's doing, I will I will follow him and I'll, I'll do what he's doing. Um, so I guess in a way, yeah, you could say I look up to him like mm. a lot, um, and I imitate, like you know, try to for the good of you know, try to imitate what he's doing in life because mm. he does some amazing stuff. And yeah, he just won Best Actor um, mm. last year, two thousand twenty-three. Mm. He's had a tough man, like you know, in terms of life, in terms of being in our in our space of work. Mm. You know, we got to go out there pretend and try and look for jobs to pay bills and. Um, in terms of the story, Dom is like, um, he's like the floating, he's like the moon. Because mm. the fight's between us two. Yeah. And he just like, he floats and he observes. And he just catches the stray bullets. Mm. And he's just, he's trying to figure out, and I'm trying to figure out, bro, are you backstabbing me too? Do you want a hiding team? <laughs> <laughs> bro, are you guys going to get hiding team? He's going, he's going, Dom, you're on my side. So he's always he's got this super different perspective mm. that like it's hard to explain but he's always on the outside watching these two knucklehead Samoan yeah. kids and Wotara scrap it out um yeah I wish he was here yeah, but man. nah he yeah. said what he's what he's at is way better than this so I was like nah <laughs> <laughs> But even his perspective around the whole situation will be interesting too. Yeah. He, he's probably frustrated. Go, Man, these guys, I just, 
Straight up. These guys, you guys need to make up. And, mm. hey, are you guys going <laughs> to yeah. make up? Or, oh, I'm going to go get my own friends as yeah. well. <laughs> but he couldn't because we're in the trio. <laughs> yes. yeah. So good, man. Yeah. And that's an interesting dynamic, eh? Like, it's cool to hear the more... <laughs> oh, wait, and that's what we're sticking to. Trio, that's right. Trio, Trio, Trio. Some more d behavior, eh? It's coming out. Coming out. Sorry. That is awesome hearing about the dynamic between you three. Uh, you know, the more you guys talk about your friendship. And, um, you know, I guess the good thing about having a trio is you always have that person that mediates or there's always going to be a solution because it'll be two on one or one on one on one mm. um so just really cool to hear um a little bit about that I'm, I'm curious you know you'd mentioned talking about the show and um coming through massive what is it about um theater that yeah, you know question. for a lot of our community some of us have never been to a theater show yeah. so what is it about theater that you've chosen this particular medium to showcase the story I just think you can't hide with theatre. Yeah, you can't hide with it. Um, I think um, for us, it's 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 what we're. I guess it's what we've grown up with. Um, you know, with theatre, we sort of learnt through theatre. We came up through theatre, so it fe only feels right that um, we want to tell a story through, through theatre. I think the most important thing for for me is that um, it's more intimate. Um, watching someone on stage, and you're so close to them, you can feel their energy. You can almost feel if it's if they're not genuine, or if it's just a performance, or if it's the truth that they're putting in front of you. Mm. You can feel that. You can see it. You can't hide. Um, but um, I think for me, yeah, yeah, that's. That's what what it is for me is that um yeah man, there's no hiding when it comes to theatre. Yeah. yeah. Um for me it's similar to Neil. It's um the reason why we're best friends is because of theatre. Mm -hmm. The reason why we're best friends is because of massive theatre company and this lady called Samantha Scott. Yeah. Um and we come up since we were fifteen. We we're fifteen, mm -hmm. Dom was fifteen. So fifteen plus years of doing this. And we've gone off and done our careers and done what we've done. And we've just been like, we've got to go back. It's like us coming back home. Um, we've, we've made some money, we're doing our thing, but let's go feed our soul. Um, with the thing that taught us the the game, taught us how to do the craft as honestly, it's like, it's like going back to your like sensei mm. and back to their dojo and like, Theatre is, it requires so much of you. On film, I can go there and fake it. I don't need to do as much work or I try to do heaps of work, but my our standard of work comes from theatre, from this lady called Samantha Scott who just drilled us like a drill sergeant. And it was tough. And it's still tough now doing this yeah. thing, but it requires, we chase excellence. We're never going to get it, but we don't do anything less than excellence. Um, for our people, I want our people to understand that, that like theatre isn't beginning, middle, end, come watch uh, Rapunzel or William Shakespeare. I was like, no, nah, no, nah, we're not going to make that theatre show. We're going to make the theatre show for the hood. We're going to make the theatre show for the for our people. And we're, gonna, we're not going to make it like, look at me um, up here, sing, dance, island, town, moon songs. It's like, nah, 
we're going to do that and we're going to go straight to your heart mm. and we're going to try and break it open. Um, and theatre is a vice for that, just like how music is. Mm. Music, if someone sings a very good song or you listen to a good song and go straight to your heart, you can do the exact same thing with a theatre show. I can just target someone and go speak straight to their heart. And um, when we came together, we said, and we pushed hard. It's like, we're not going to, this show is going to be totally different from any other math, massive show that's ever done, any other show that we've ever done. And it's going to require a lot from us. And we're doing it for us, mm. ourselves, not, not just our friendship, ourselves, but we're doing it because we need our people to come watch. That's why we're here. I'm going to say that again. That's why we're here because we want our people to come out West, Corbin Estate. Um, no, it's called Tipo Theatre, May 1st to 11th and come watch this show called I Love You, G. And as much as we want to say, it's just like, it's just a little phrase, I love you, G. There's so much more in that. Yeah. You know, and it's, um, yeah, I want, I, I, our kids need this. And not just kids, our adults need this. I hate it when adults come to the show and then they're like, man, I wish the younger kids watched it. I'm like, you need to watch this. You yeah. need to listen. <laughs> like, you haven't got it figured out. None of us mm -hmm. do. So let's, mm -hmm. let's, uh, that's what this show is. Eh? Yeah, 100%. Now mm. I was just looking at a message where my sister said, love you, G. Yeah. So it's like, wow, it's so timely, you know? Yeah. And how powerful it is. So. Love you, G. Man, also, uh, I actually thought um, Bueller and, and Neil, obviously we were excited to talk about the show. Was, oh man, the show, but what, so you, what, you, what you brought to the table tonight was, was like some deep, deep <laughs> stuff, man. That's and what we're trying to say, it man. Is, yeah. it's some deep stuff in terms <laughs> of, and even, even in terms of the platform, like for our men, because our men need to hear this. Yeah. And, and I love what you said, Neil, you said that on, on stage, on during theatre, you can't hide it. You can't hide the, you know, those those emotions and those feelings. And we are we are emotionally charged people. We have feelings. We have moods. And imagine if if, if we could just transfer that in real life, mm. instead of just hiding. Because people mask. We're good at masking, and masking even now is, is a phenomenon now. People are good at mm. masking. Mm. But imagine if we could just you know, be our open, our authentic self, and more so as, as best friends. Mm. Yeah. And, and and I know that whatever happened in terms of of the wedding, uh, but for you guys to share uh, snippets of of what happened. It's just taking your, your friendship to a whole new level. And people do, and, and I know Jay talked about perspectives. We come with different perspectives. And as men, and I, 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 I said this to myself, because people always say, hey, men don't like to talk. Men don't like to express their feelings. But when you come in the crux, when you really think about it, we like to talk. Yeah, man. We love to talk. It's lies, eh? We, we love this. That's, that's full of crap. Like, people, us as men, we like to talk. And But what's been sold to us is like, oh, no, we don't talk because because you can't express these feelings and, and not be vulnerable. Obviously, we talk about vulnerability for, for, mm. for several years now. People talk about being vulnerable. But the perspective that you, you're bringing and the different perspectives that you guys are, are sharing, that there's one common denominator with all our perspectives and different perspectives is because you love each other. Mm. Mm. And we, I, I, can, I sit here and think, man, like you're saying, I don't know, is it worth fighting for this friendship and yeah. all that kind of stuff? And contemplating this is how we're going to talk to my Uso and all that. But the, the common denominator in all of our perspectives is that I'll fight for this because I love the Uso. Mm, mm. And that's the only reason why it's, it's worthwhile because mm. I love him. You know, it's not that, you know, we do the, not the love like our, we love our wives or mm. you know, our partners, mm. but it's that manly love, that mm. man love that sometimes yes. we, don't, we don't like to talk about, I don't talk yeah. about man love, whatever, all that kind of <laughs> sentimental <laughs> stuff. But that needs to be talked, it needs to be on the table that 
we as men, we love, we can, we can love deep. Mm. And just hearing you guys, your relationship as friends and as men, it's just gone to a whole new level. Mm. And for men to say, oh man, I need to work on my friendship with my best friend. And there's still things I don't know about my best friend, but I'm willing to, to, to go through that journey because I love him. Mm. And that's, that's gone to a whole new level because I'm thinking to myself, oh, do I love my friend? Yeah. Do I love <laughs> Yeah, but it is. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a love that we need to talk about as men. Yeah. Because it's totally different from the love from of our, our wives yeah. mm. and our kids. Um, but how often do we kind of say to our usos, hey, man, we love you. Mm. Love you. I mean, it. I love you. Yeah. Look in the eyes and say, I love you. Yeah. And sometimes because of their culture, our culture, even our culture, uh, the cultural yeah. differences or barriers, it's it's prohibited us from to really say, hey, I love you. No, I, I genuinely love you. Mm. Yeah, And to the point, like, I would die for you. Mm. And so that's... Yeah. that's um, that's um, bro. What you brought to the table tonight is like, man, this is yes. new to the yeah. table, man. Wow, like, that's why we're here, baby. <laughs> <laughs> new to the table. I'm, I'm really intrigued. I want to watch the show now, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's um, that. I mean, that's my little sentence. Yeah. I was like, I die for you, G. I die, for, and I would, but it doesn't require death. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. This brotherhood don't require me dying for you, you know, and that's my. That's uh, my what is it, alphaness, as you bargainess of like not do anything. I'm mm. so aggressive with love. It's just like it requires you to be soft, be mm-hmm. if you need to love me. It requires you to listen. You know that's what it, was. it requires you to shut up and listen to your mate and um, understand. Um, so it's like, I mean, the answers to this conversation, the answers to the show. Is more questions, yeah. <laughs> but you just have to ask yourself, you know, and that's that's why we're here, man. Mm-hmm. We don't want to come and be like, we just want to promote our little show. It's like, sure, we want to promote our little show, but we want to let our people. We're literally telling you the show, <laughs> but we want you to come watch our version of it, how we do it on theater, and and we use physical, we use music, we use um, um, script, yeah, and um, yeah. I mean, we we we, um, we talk about the, like the cracks in our friendship as well, but I think uh, I think we we got many crack up moments as well. So yeah, we're gonna we yeah. got some funny ones, man. So because um, with our friendship, you know, there's there's absolutely no line when it comes to our. <laughs> Sometimes the, the stuff these guys say, I'm like, hey man, we're gonna get cancelled, <laughs> and you know the mocks. Yeah. And, and, yeah, man, and and there's a lot of that as well in the in the show, you know, about yeah. um, you know, us and you know the stories, the roasting that we normally talk about. The one, cool. that, yeah. <laughs> so it's also funny as well. Um, mm. Yeah, there's heaps of other stuff in there about us, um, sort of coming up, growing up, and you know, little moments that we've we've shared together, mm. or um, you know, me and Dom, or Bill and Dom, me and B. Um, yeah, heaps of that in there as well. Mm. Yeah. As much as we. It feels deep, and it is deep. It's a deep show. Mm. We're boys, mm. yeah. and we know, and that's what we're saying. It's like we're not deep therapist talkers on stage. Yeah. We're literally the boys from the hood doing a show on the street, and we can we we're dicks, we're idiots. Yeah. We like laugh, mock, drink, have have fights, have like actual scraps, <laughs> and then we can sit down and talk for a little bit and look mm. you in the eye and say I love you, G. Then we can go back to being dicks, being funny. Yeah. 
getting growlings from my wife. Yeah. Like, all our drinkies. Oh, bro. Our drinking stories on tour. <laughs> oh, man. So the South Auckland went to the world. <laughs> That's what we thought, you know, when every time. He was laughing. Didn't you? Bro, we were in Hawaii, bro. We are in Hawaii. We are in Hawaii, bro. We like, got, you know, got money, got paid, but those two South Auckland boys still bought a uh, 28 yeah. box of Coronas. <laughs> and, to the remember, and our other Palangi mates were like mocking us in the cast. They're like, bro, well, why don't you just come to the bar? I was like, bro, we're going to save our prediums. Yeah. You know, it's like, we're just drinking. And then a couple of jinx in. They're like, so remember what was it? Yes. Oh, yeah, a couple more jinx in. So did he really say that? Yeah. And then, like the box finished. They were going, let's get to the bar. Fussy this guy. <laughs> It's just like all those moments are just our, our South Auckland silliness that we look yeah, back at and, and we laugh at. Eh? It's like yeah. when we all thought it was like, what's up because we're South Auckland? Yeah. Don't know how to fight. It's R.O.G. It's like, we ain't happy. Yeah, we got all of that too. Yeah. All of the... Let's crack up that you mentioned your wives because I was curious about how. What do your wives think about this brotherhood? Because there must be times where they're like, "Okay, that's enough. Yeah. Slow it down." Yeah. yeah. What's that dynamic like? Oh, that's another live boy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my my wife. She she knows. I mean, oh. I I knew the boys before. Um, I knew my wife, and um, ah, she 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 loves mm. the guys as much as I love them. Mm. Um, but yeah, man, she's. She's like, you know, with all the, the stuff that's been going on, she's always in my ear like, why can't you just talk to him? Why can't you just say sorry? Because I don't need to say Why do you have to get to a whole production? Yeah. Why can't you just have a beer and just say I love you? Just talk about the stories yeah. you know, guys normally talk about. She's, um, oh man, uh, my wife always like cracks up about the mm. stories that that we always tell. Like, you know, um, She's always like, oh, you guys are funny because whenever we have a, a birthday or Christmas, um, we sit down, have a few drinks and, and we tell, you know, the stories. And she's like, she'll sit there and laugh about it. But she, when we get to the car, she, she's like, oh, man, I've heard that story like 10 times. But like you guys retell it in a different way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but no, no, she's, yeah, she, she trusts that um, whatever we're going through is is gonna mm. pan out the way it's meant to she's um you know doesn't get too involved but she's like you know i i i know you love those guys because i, I love them just as much as you mm. do and i know it's gonna work out so um and she knows what us what we're like we we're gonna talk about yeah. it yeah we just need to figure it out like how yeah because uh, yeah, yeah 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 my wife's pretty much exact same I like copied this guy's wife <laughs> yeah that's like he got this uh, I remember when he first met Wiki yeah. hey, we call her Wiki her name's Shanice um, and I was like yo girlfriend's from how old were you 16 yes yeah, like, East yeah. Auckland she's like yeah. fair skin look by lungy yeah. she's half Maori I was like oh, you went with a Maori I was yeah. like oh my god and then he's like she had her own car and everything yeah, hey, we're still yeah, in school man. and then when I got my missus is probably she looks exactly the same <laughs> Got the exact same thing and like same temperament. They're like twins and yeah. best mates. And they, I'm, I mean, I, if you think about it, it's just like they probably look at us like idiots, eh? Yeah. Just sit on the side because they're just as much as this friendship as we are. 
um, I love his wife. I know they're the godparents to my children and plus Tom as well. Um, and they know the in, ins and outs. And I know our wives or Shanice mm. could say something real simple to us and it stings way more because, yeah. you know, it's real honest. It's just like, why don't you guys just talk about it? It's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, it is that simple, but it's like, nah, we're women. <laughs> it's a different way. It's like, why don't you guys stop spending a lot of money? Nah. <laughs> Why is it so un all those packages from Amazon? That's another show. This is another show. It's called I Love You Sunga. I love you, baby. I'm sorry. She'll be back. Oh my side. Oh man, I love it. It just opens the door to this new, oh, not new, just highlights the importance of talking and working it out. And mm. I love the um, what you guys always say I give you permission to be mm. honest. Because sometimes we're, we're fearful of that. Mm. We're either fearful of what we're going to say and how it will be received. Mm. And so, yeah, I, I think this is a, an opportunity for all men to grow, learn, and assess. Mm. And so, wow, you guys are yeah. awesome. Shut, 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 yeah. Yeah. Thank Being you. courageous, because it's courageous. And there's a lot of sacrifice that's gone into this. Yeah. You guys could have done other projects, but... Yeah. It shows your passion. Yeah. yeah. This is, yeah. Fuel is Hollywood that, now. You know? Nah, bro. This is, this is like, I mean, I told the boys and I'm sure it's the same for them. Like, with Sacrifice, of 2024, I think five five months of our work. Yeah. And for actors who work is spaced out, like, that's a lot. And then my agents and team, they're like, well, what are you doing? You could be making money doing this project. For me personally, it's like, this is the highlight of my career. Mm. You know, just going up on stage still with my best mates and I always tell them, it's like, you don't know Dragon Ball Z, but I promise you, it's like the episode where Freezer killed Krillin. <laughs> and like, Ooh, when, I, when, I, when I come yeah. out of this one, I'm going to be a new version of me. He's going to be a new yeah. version of him. And the world's going to have to sit down because I know this, from this, we have to evolve. And going off what you're saying, just like, I know... Because your table is the table when we're coming to you guys to talk and you probably had this conversation. I mean, we listen to you all your episodes, eh? Like all the time about mental health, about men talking about uh, this and that. And it's probably almost as sucky as it says, uh, as it says to say, like almost mundane now because it's just like you guys say it all the time and it's almost like buzzwords. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. we're coming to you with a, we want to throw that up in the air anymore. Mm. Like it's not a mental health. This is not a, there's not a come men talk. This is just, we're just going to be boys from the hood mm. showing you a mirror, you yeah, know? And like, we're not, we're not, we're not going there to try and make men talk. We're not going there to, um, we're going there to fix us mm. on stage mm. and you guys watch it yeah. and see what happens from there. Instead of all these different buzzwords, yeah. you know, it's just mm. like, cause then it becomes something. And um, so I don't want to put that on you guys. It's like, I just want um, you guys to have that. 
Yeah, that's yeah. And we, we appreciate Husu. Yeah, this, this, this is a totally different episode. Because like, yeah. obviously the guests are talking about themselves and their journey. <clears throat> but you guys are actually talking about like real time. Real time mm-hmm. was actually, what's actually happening. And the thing that's, that's um, interesting because sometimes people come in and, and acting and so, so forth, performing arts. And we always hear like, oh, we want, we want to share our story. Pacificanize a, 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 a play or whatever and hear our Pacific story. But you guys are not doing that. You guys are actually telling your story, mm. Mm. your your story uh, experience. And sometimes people, as actors, we go up there on stage. But we're not actually, and if, you know, we, we know these, these specific stories, and we act them. But oh, cool, we're proud of them. But we don't often act as our own ourselves mm. and share our own stories. And so, man, that's powerful, man. Mm. That's powerful. I, I love what <clears> you guys have done tonight. You guys have turned the table pretty much, yeah. and actually having these courageous conversations, so to speak, and. And sharing with us, I love what you did, um, um, Bula, just to flip the question, hey, because it is, it's, a, it's all about the, us as men, having a, having a quarter or telling us, like, wow, this is what's actually happening in your life. Um, and it got me thinking, how many other brothers out there who are probably in the same situation, and because they weren't able to, to articulate or have opportunity to share their thoughts, and that friendship has dwindled, so to speak, and gone. And you think, man, that, how sad is that? <laughs> that they would not. Oh yeah, probably one of, there was a uh, uh, unction to, to fight for it, but because oh, because I didn't know what to say and it wasn't the right time. Imagine how many other men out there who are viewing this to listen to this and say, "Man, it's it's been years now. I haven't caught up with also or the, or the toko, <clears throat> and that friendship is no longer intact." So that's that's sad. I love what you guys are doing. You guys are mm. actually doing something. No, no, no. It doesn't have to be that way. Mm. This is the new way. This is the norm. Mm. It should be the norm. Yeah. I actually, speak and. And be authentic with each other because if you really are your best friend, your best friend should know who you are. Mm. And if you can't share that stuff in, in the, uh, between each other, then what's the point of calling each other best friend? Mm. Yeah. And they don't know who, if that's the part, little part of who you are, you don't want to share that. So what's the point? That's, that's, that's not who, they're not seeing, they're not getting the best of Neil, they're not getting the best of mm. Bula. This is who I really am. Mm. And it's said that along the way, a lot of men have kind of missed the opportunity and say, oh, Man, I mm. wish I could go back and yeah. and reconcile my, my, my best friend. Mm. But you guys are, I think you guys right now are just probably pioneering mm. what's what should be normal. Mm. You're changing it. Like, it's like, it's that, it's always the, the voice mm. that you have for you. Because probably to them, like, you could just reach out. You could. Why don't you send the text? Because the story that you're saying in your head is way bigger than what the actual moment is. Mm. You said ten presses yeah. percent. Yeah. But the story, the for me, the black dog, for you, what was going on in your head, mm. um, in your life at that time, um, for you, why don't you want to go talk to your um, brother-in-law like that? You know, why do you push away? Why why are friendships just mm. easy like that? Mm. Um, for you, um, it's not them. It's you. <laughs> you always got to look in, you know. And that's what we've discovered. It's just like, no, instead of asking the questions, instead of making the 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 mission harder than it actually is, it's looking. Yeah, that's true. Because, I mean, for me, and it's just something that I've recently just discovered, is that I underestimated my touch on my friendship. I underestimated it. You know, um, and I, I, I just thought, you know, friendship is just there, just being there. But it's also, you know, it's it's 
it's simpler than that, but it can be like I feel like some people underestimate the touch they have on their like on their mate, you mm. know, and stuff like that. And I, you know, I was mm. I do I have had friend other friendships that have fallen apart and stuff, and it's solely because of you know yourself, me. I've I've just underestimated. I'm like, oh, he doesn't need me. Like, go, oh, he doesn't doesn't. He's got other other friends, you know, out there, and he can he can talk to other boys, but you know. I think now, and I'm like, damn, man, I would have, if at that time, at that moment, I felt that feeling to to reach out to the to the also, um, my bro. Then, uh, imagine what it could have been now, you know. But you know, I, I've learned not to underestimate, you know, my my power, of the touch I have in my friendship. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't doubt it. Like I'm like, oh, man, if I feel like I need to reach out, I'll reach out. You know, I made how small. Yeah. It's mm. good. I love it, man. Because so many people <clears throat> will resonate to the different three stories and your guys' individual perspectives. And like already, each of both of you have shared a lot tonight, and like I could resonate with a lot of it. And mm. so, even though your intention is not to, like, not to, you know, push me into like, oh, we got to come together and talk. But, you know, the product of you guys sharing your story and is that it allows people to put that mirror in front of them and like, mm. you know what? I've got to start looking at everything that I'm doing and the people in my life. So, yeah. love it, man. I'm excited. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I was going to ask um, Neil, because, you know, you said that you went missing for like, Oh, three years. Yeah, was, I heard you became a stripper for like Sully. Who told you? He was there. Sully, who was the one guy? He was the one guy. He was in the Did you want to share about the rules? Yeah, I don't mind talking about it. I um um I sort of um yeah we oh man it's been been a while now lay. This this project here is is my sort of like my comeback into the the arts um, and stuff. And for for I'd say about three four years, man, I just sort of just went quiet. Just um, you know, I think we were talking off air, and I was saying like, um, I, my little brother, he he got cancer, and he's like the youngest of our family. And at the time, like there was so much going on, life was happening, you know. Um, and I just wasn't in the right mind space to turn up to auditions. And, you know, I just felt like I wasn't offering the best me. Um, and I remember the the, the last, uh, I I was sitting on set and I just wasn't happy. And I remember sitting in the trailer and I was like, man, I can't wait to get home. And I just wanted to get out of there as soon as possible. And, and the guy I was acting with... Um, and he was a new actor. He was like, "Man, should we ask the director if we should stay on? If he needed help, if if if, if we could sort of be in in the shot?" And I just remember, I got pissed off. I was like, "Man, just just chill, man. <laughs> like, yeah, we're not gonna get extra work. Just just relax." <laughs> like, um, and then that was me thinking, "Damn, I'm I'm not in the right mind space to to be doing this because you know I'm not offering my best self." So I withdrew from the books. Um, and stuff like that, and just sort of went away and just lived life, you know. And and I got real good at um, 
and it wasn't a bad thing you know i got real good at working my nine to five and i was happy um you know had it all i woke up you know went to work i had a good thing going um and then yeah three years on and i think it was last year and i'm like there's something i'm missing here um and it was the it was failing at something it was trying at something and i was really missing it because for so long i was just succeeding but succeeding success can feel empty mm. and i i didn't know that like mm. i was like i don't know success could feel empty because i'm sitting there and i'm like i have it all you know i got a building a, a house i've got a good job you know i've worked the hours i want to work you know but something's something's missing and so you know something clicked and i'm like man i i need to go back to to fighting for something and that's that's where i was like you know i think i'm i think i'm ready to to you know come back into to the to auditioning and performing arts and last year i jumped back on the books um and i did uh, you know i did two other auditions recently didn't get them and i'm like Ah man, stuff does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so oh, now I know what it, now I know what it feels yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but you know, we, in that moment of failure, you sort of sit in it and you're like, man, this feels good to like to hope for something, to want something, and and to fail at it, but be like, yeah, that's all right. You mm. know? And that space of that three years is um, was everything. You know, it was it was it was the space that I needed to to just go away and and do whatever, and then come back and <clears> you're refreshed, ready to go again. And it was only meant to be for a year, but it turned into that long. I'm like, <laughs> mm. oh, you know, I get real nervous now when I when I um when I'm back in rehearsals and I'm I just feel like I'm doing everything for the first time. But like, I trust myself and I'm okay with it. You know, I sit in it and I'm like, that's fine. Mm. Uh, but yeah, no, no, I'm so, so back now and yeah, back in that fight again and back in their grind. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Can I talk oh. about the moment? And uh, no, I won't talk about it too much. That's so right. Pat, the Pat, Pat Markets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, like, don't need to go in specifics yeah. for that. Do you want to slow like, No, I was saying oh. about like, bro, like sitting here watching him mm. do this mm. is like for me, amazing mm. like this is my best mate who hated talking who almost hated the game again you know because it was so um so ugly just like what you said success can feel happy you guys might see us make a movie but when we read comments and stuff or we you, you don't know how much that hurts i mean no you guys do know <laughs> because i've seen you get angry and call out some people <laughs> yeah that's okay you know but you know but that's it it's just like but i mean we laugh about it yeah, yeah. but it stings yeah, yeah, yeah. and it hurts and and it, and it, the ripple from that and um neil kind of had similar moment i mean we all mm. had a similar moment but neil had a moment like that with his work and we didn't even know this and it you don't even know your guys impact mm. and we were at um pep toy um night market eh? yeah and um I don't know how it came up. I just, oh no, I wanted to come together because my black dog was, it was, mm. it was loud. And I was like, and I was like, boys meet at the park right now. The dog's barking. 
and when when that when that when that text goes out, then we meet at the specific park and pap toy, and we just sit around, and then it became, thank you God, like a moment where Neil just like un, unraveled everything, and you guys were a massive part of that, yeah, and you don't even know it, That's cool. um, yeah, I mean you don't need to go into specifics, but like, uh, yeah, I think um, it was funny here because we sat in the car to eat. You know, our suppers that we bought. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them were rank. Fifteen dollars for this. It's just me. I'm going to eat. I was like, so I got you. Swatch this. Lee was still fresh. Yeah, man. Maka, 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 maka. Catching my tongue. It's the scumers now. It's Lula Pisi but it was funny because um we sat in the car and I, I turned on the car to wind the window down and um um you guys were just i was listening to the podcast before and i was um just talking to the boys about like um like a therapist um that i had been seeing and talking to and and stuff and it, it, it was um it was really weird because um, the therapist was like, oh, um, what are you, um, we, uh, long story short, we just, we were studying the podcast that, that Biola was on and um, it was, uh, listened to it, I, I honestly would say about 10 times because um, it's, uh, and me listening to it, I felt like I didn't know this person um, and I kept listening and, and we took bits and pieces of, of, of that podcast that you guys um that when you guys had be on and um and we would work on it like a little bit um oh what did you like about um what that um Beulah person said um and I would say oh I'd go into detail about it and stuff but um yeah that was a time mm. like you know when I sort of went through in in that space of trying to trying to find myself again or trying to sort of figure out what I was doing um you know I reached out spoke to someone and, and yeah, man, was, you guys, mm. we, were, we were nitpicking from the from the podcast and mm. stuff like that. So we were in the car for like yeah. two hours. Two hours. Bro, yeah, I'm man. sure they thought we were doing something else in the pep toy because yeah. uh, <laughs> it was like foggy. But like Neil, Neil, <laughs> Neil. Yeah, it's like <laughs> <laughs> the, the Titanic. <laughs> The Titanic But then they look in and it's like, why is there three guys in there? <laughs> <laughs> no, but, no, but like Neil, he usually he's the mm. special one out of us three. Mm. For for me and Dom, I'm, I can, I'm sure I can speak on behalf of Dom. Neil's the star. He's the star of the show. He's the star of like our friendship. But he doesn't know his. Uh, I mean, knowing mm. it now. His specialness, um, but yeah, he spoke for two hours in this car. Yeah, and I was looking at him going, oh, "This guy doesn't talk more than ten minutes." <laughs> and I was, and he was just unraveling all these things that me and Dom didn't even know, because mm. Neil's so good at hiding or keeping to himself. Mm. We were shook, and I remember leaving going, "Holy crap!" Um, and you, your podcast was a part of that. Um, that journey of him unlocking whatever he needed to unlock. And I was just like, oh, so happy. And I'm sure I can say for Dom as well, watching my best mate do that. And just like, all of all of a sudden he became eloquent. 
Like, he just became, because you know, we try and be like Southside talk, but like he was talking about his feelings, talking about what it made him feel and mm. how he's trying to figure it out. And then like from that moment, he just evolved from that moment on mm. rehearsals and even now seeing him go back, take his photos, um, have his baby, his wife, like my bro has this glow. Mm. There's this glow about him that me and Dom are just like texting each other. We're like, look at our boy, he's back. You know, it's just, I can't wait for the world to see his specialness. You think me and Dom are good? Bro. <laughs> man. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, sure. you know, he's, um, and I'm not being that guy. I'm just like, you know, my boy deserves his flowers. And, mm. uh, yeah. I love that. And I love how friendship can, you know, mm. really lift each other up and be honest about it. Mm. And it just shows, you know, last hour, they really groom Great men for our society. Yeah. Hey, yeah. That's what you're saying. Eloquent. Yeah, yeah. The education you received from last hour. Last hour, three men in the car. Smoking. I love you, G. I love you, brother. So that's, what, that's the rule issue, eh? Is that the rule issue? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. But yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you. If yeah. we could get those groups, man, I'd love for those Lysalian, like you guys, mm. Lysalian Brotherhood. Yeah. I'd love for the Tangaroa College Brotherhood, even yeah. though we don't have a Facebook group like that. You guys are cool. <laughs> you know, all the schools, all the yeah. brothers from all the OGs um, mm. to come watch the show. Yeah. That's, that's why it's for you guys. It's mm. for, yeah. for us. Um, but yeah. Should we talk about double passes? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. we've got yeah. two double passes. To come yeah. watch our show and we're gonna yeah. come up with a little competition. How are we gonna run that competition, you yeah? I reckon um I reckon if you um tag your friend or um a good friend, you know, and, and you um you put I love you G yeah next to it. Yeah. Um or and then um we'll just get one of you guys to, select. to go through yeah. yeah, select it and um even not a good friend. Yeah, not maybe, a good friend. Maybe even yeah. a friend that you haven't talked to that you want to send that text to yeah. you know tag them in it right next to their name say I love you G yeah. under the mandate whatever snippet this is mm. and they start a conversation yeah. cool and if you're too shy you can just put I-L-Y-G yeah. and then they'll reply what's this and then you can say I love you G mm. yeah <laughs> just put the acronyms yeah because <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's scary and we're not trying to make everyone say like I love you G and like we're just trying to start a conversation because yeah. mm. we don't got the answers. Everyone said it that's come on the podcast. Yeah, We've yeah. listened to heaps of them. No one has the answers. We're here to find the right questions. Jeez. Ooh. Ooh. Loved it. You get a bonus entry if you say, I love you, G. And then on the next story, you're you just in your triangle. And <laughs> See, hey, back to last sound. Your leopard ones. Okay, sorry. Yeah, scratch that, scratch that. There's another one. Buffy, DM me. Buzo, man. Man. Just tonight, tonight has been very therapeutic because it is different. Mm. It's a very different um, episode, eh, Uzo's? Yeah. Obviously, we always listen to the, our guests and. But this was very different because it's, it's you guys are actually sharing something real deep that's happening right now. 
Mm. Mm. Obviously, people come in and they talk about <clears throat> something that happened in the past. Yeah. But you guys are talking about now. Mm. Uh, and I love what you said, B, uh, Bula, about the thought of, you know, it's sad that people don't kind of connect or go and text someone. And, and you think about it because you, know, you, you talk about the mirror, Charles, and it could be, why are some of the reasons as to why we don't um, try and keep in touch with the brother or try and check in on, on that person? And you look at the, the mirror image of, of why. You look at the issues like fear, rejection, um, maybe the time has gone, gone, you know, gone past, it's just too long. And you look at it, you put these, these things together side by side, it's the same. The same way we look at, oh, no, nah, he, should, he should contact me or she should, <laughs> whoever. And you think we're actually we're thinking exactly the same thing, and so it takes the person, the one who's, who humbles himself, or the one who says, "You know what? I think uh, we need to we need to salvage this relationship and come back together." That's the, the one, maybe the one who's got the, the most capacity to, to reach out mm. should be the one. Mm. And you're right, um, Bula. All it takes is just a, a little text or a phone call away mm. to salvage those, those relationships. And I think if we are able to kind of go, I know. I'm going to humble myself. Because what happens when those two reflections and the mirrors happen, when that happens, nothing happens, eh? Nothing mm. happens. Because yeah. we're both thinking the same thoughts. Yeah. Nothing happens. And so it takes a, a, the bigger man to say, hey, man, uh, yeah. also, oh, we need to catch up. Love you, man. Oh, I love you, G. Mm. So imagine how many <clears> relationships <throat> in terms of men, the brotherhood, would be salvaged or just be restored. So what you guys have brought, what you guys have brought tonight is more than just a show. It's healing. Mm. It's healing for not only for yourselves and navigating the relationship, but you've gone in terms of the relationships. It is like you talk about Goku, a big Dragon Ball Z yeah, fan, baby. and it's, you go to another level, Super Saiyan level, and you just keep on growing, evolving, and the relationship becomes tighter and closer. And that's what you want. You want you don't want it to be stagnant. Oh, okay, this is just my friend. You want it to keep evolving mm. and, and learning from each other and being there for each other, supporting each other, and so. Yeah, man, what you had to share tonight also was, oh, it's, it's a lot of power, man, a lot of power. Nah, can't wait for you guys to watch it, man. Yeah. Come yeah, along and uh, say the date again, May 1st to May 11th. We've got a couple of matinee shows. We we do need a, I think we need a couple more schools, so yeah. I need to reach out oh, cool. to, um, to come watch the matinee shows, a bunch of stuff, and I want them to be South Auckland, always oh, Auckland schools, cool. to come yeah. watch the show, because it's for kids too. Yeah. That's for adults as well, mainly. Um, but um, we were seeing that the day you guys will definitely come and watch the show. I'll be interested to see what you guys think. Eh? Yeah, man. Um, yeah, May 1st, May 11th. All this work of two years, maybe three years all up since you, what, whenever you got married last? Yeah. Was it? Yes. Three years ago? <laughs> three years ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All, all going to be showing in the 11 days. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. yeah, thank you guys for having us. Man. Yeah, thank, thank you. Please, you want to say, bro? Yeah, <laughs> no, just going off what BC today. Um, yeah, we were excited. You know, it's been like a long process for us, it's still going, but we're gonna, you know, fit it all in into a, to a show and and give it to you guys in the in the next, you know, that from May the first to May the eleventh at the Bow Theatre. So, yeah, yeah, excited mm -hmm. for you guys to see it. Shout out to, and shout out to Dom. You couldn't make it. Um, it looks like you're the Krillin of the group. 
But yeah, um, I guess like from, yeah, we always like to give our kids their flowers and um, I'm just grateful to have two brothers from Otara, South Auckland, Tangoro College, De La Salle um, and just boys of your calibre um, just coming on here and really sharing your hearts, choosing us because man, we're still, I know we're still finding our feet in terms of like we're really passionate about this project mm. and what we want to highlight um for our people and um you know telling our stories and having a platform where it's not edited or cancelled we can just you know have a platform where you can express yourself mm. and and hope and the hope that whoever's behind um that camera or watching from home um gets impacted or some way. You did, man. You guys have done that. <laughs> yeah. And and that's thanks to all our guests and especially for you so like, you know, it was massive when you came for us. We were like star starstruck, but um straight away it was like, man, this guy is just like us. He's from the hood. He alo alo I you know respects like um he's from the hood and and even the friendship that's been developed just mm. online, like watching your stuff and then you message you and then I get to watch your movies and then uh, I can see, ah, oh, they're good, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I love the stuff you share. So like, um, thank you so much for having that heart for our people. Um, and I just want to, yeah, I can't wait to see the journey ahead and connecting with you. So, man, so, I'm excited for you. Last so. out, baby. Last out, out, baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> 81, 81, baby. 81. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and hopefully we get to meet Dom one day and um, yeah, just keep on. Sorry, you guys are acting as your car again. Ah, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um yeah just shout out to what you guys are doing and mad love to your family soon yeah thank you so much brothers yeah man um it's really clear that this is really truly is a passion project for you mm. and it's awesome to hear some of the nitty-gritty about the realities of friendship because it's not all sunshines and and rainbows like you know friendships we go through hard times and it's developing the resilience and the courage to have those conversations mm. to find out what's worth fighting for what's worth saving um and i love that you guys talked about you know even just the evolution of your friendship thinking about how you guys were all drawn by this this passion or this you know almost happy accident to come together um and find passion in the craft to find a mentor like samantha scott that you mentioned and um seeing her impact on you and then having this story come full circle with her involvement your own journey as brothers and i love that you know despite having a lot of similarities you guys can appreciate the differences mm. you can you know you've gone on your own journey even just as individuals to know your strength and your role in the friendship and i think that's amazing um and so my final question, one thing I was curious about for you guys, because I find this is something I'm trying to do more of, but can you tell me about 
perhaps an underappreciated fact, maybe something that another, you know, that maybe be for you, Neil, something that he doesn't realize the impact of something he's done or something that he said that you will always hold close to your heart, something that you'll always treasure, but maybe he doesn't quite know the impact of it. Because you've talked a little bit about that episode of Mandate for us and it touches my heart and I'm sure for the boys as well to hear that that had impact. But are there moments for you guys and each other when you think about your friendship where you're like, man, this guy will never know. Or maybe he does, but not quite how deep your appreciation for that one act, for that one word, for that one conversation, what would it be? Yeah. I think for me it's, um, it's despite like everything that we've been through and everything that's going on, um, I still trust and I still love that he still um, checks up on me and it's just a phone call, man. And I, I fucking love that, you know. And, like, because sometimes I, I can't bring myself to do it and I'm still learning. Um, but the simple thing is, is if, you know, I can count on him that he's he's going to make the first move and, and you know, he's going to call me and be like, oh, who's, what are you up to? Oh, I want to come out for lunch, stuff like that. Um, and I love that, you know. It's a... Uh, sort of just makes me feel that, you know, although there's this thing that's going on that we're still working through, like, you know, he's good to put it aside and check up on me, you know. That's one thing I appreciate Mm. heaps. Yeah. (laughs) Shachi. Yeah, that's, uh, well, that's different. (laughs) Um... Uh, something I cherish about this guy is uh, his softness. His, it's something I envy, something I I love. It's, it's not softness, it's his love, his care. He's a very caring, nurturing person who doesn't say much. Who's not, like, not even action much as well. Mm. But it's like, if he does, I'm sure I can say for Dom again, like, Neil has a special or a thing about him that he can just sit there in the room and give you this look that he has now and make you feel safe. I always feel safe around my bro. I I feel un I know I'm I know I feel unsafe when things are not good and I, I know I can see something's happening. Um I also appreciate now with the new Neil he's opened up his guard to us. Because um, even if being best mates for all these years, Neil was always the one that he didn't really know what was going on in his, in his life. We were always the last ones to find out and always sucked. They were the last ones to find out because he always felt like he didn't want to burden us or his troubles wasn't significant enough. Now I'm stoked my best mate knows his touch, mm-hmm. like you said tonight. Yeah. Um, you know your touch. Um, if I can speak for Dom he's very similar to Neil about the joy he brings just like he's, he's uh, he just sits there he gives you a look and he gives you Dom has a specific hug that he gives there eh? it's like only Dom can give that hug um, and he'll just whisper in your ear I love you G that's where it comes from so 
I love that about my brothers. I love that. I'm envious of them. I'm jealous of them in a great way. I'm jealous of all the great things. And we've got kids together now, you know, we've got wives. It's just like, I thank God. Thank God for this friendship and I thank God for the courage of all of us to fight for it. Yeah, my Lord, love all souls. Man, Beulah and Neil, thank you, all souls. Thank you for widening, widening the scope tonight and giving us the opportunity to share some of our thoughts and, and our opinions around friendship and, and brotherhood. And so it's been a pleasure also. Absolute pleasure. Because that's what that's the hope. Obviously we want to encourage and inspire men, but also we want men to really share what's what's happening here and, and also here for them. And I think you've given us the, the space and you've kind of added more value than you think mm. uh, to, to, to the podcast. And like I said, this is different. And so, Maro, Lava Usos, thank you so much for the opportunity to come tonight, but also for us as the host uh, to hear your story. Uh, and we look forward to, this, to the show. We really are. We're looking forward to the show and seeing it come to life. And all the best, all the best regarding, with the show, but also with other projects you guys have lined up uh, in 2024. So, man, bless you guys heaps. And thank you so much for coming in and sharing your, your hearts uh, this evening. And so, every time... Our guests come in, we always give them a gift. And, and so, also, just as if this is for the for the end of your show, we want to. I know Dom's not here, but this is for the end of your show. We brought you some champagne. Yeah. Some champagne. So, when the show is finished, <laughs> when the show is finished, also, yeah, yeah. You, guys, you guys can decide who wants to yeah. take which, uh, which um, champagne. And so, this, this is for you guys when the show is done. You guys crack uh, some champagne and celebrate together as as, as a group. Uh, obviously, Dom's not here, so you know we'll, we'll get him. When, we'll get him one when we see him at the actual show. But also, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Uh, but is there? I don't know. Is there any anyone you can think of that you think they would? Man, should we should bring the also bring the also in or bring the toko in to have a bit of a talano with us? Is there, is there anyone that you can think of other than Dom? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Dom can just come yeah. do his own one. Anyone you think that that I would love to see on yeah, the show? Yeah, anyone that you think that would be ideal oh, to come on? Man, I'd love to. Um, I'd love to see um, David Tour on the show. Yeah. David Tour, Mark Hunt. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 Mark Hunt. Yeah. Just got to get him to come home. <laughs> yeah, my cunt. Yeah, super yeah. salmon. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'm going to go left field with this. Mm. I'd love to see um, Sam Scott. Sam Scott. Yeah. lady. Yeah. Oh. I would love for you to interview <laughs> this Balangi woman who... Because um, there's a lot of... Uh, it's really hard for a Balangi woman mm. to tell Pacific stories or help us tell Pacific mm. stories especially from our Pacific people they think why are you doing that but it's not why are you doing that it's like we want her to do it mm. she brings out the best in us so I want our people to understand who this wizard is this woman who just and just her perspective on I would love for you guys to see her perspective on she loves Pacific Island men because I don't know why, it's just mm. like because we're, I guess we're open and easy to work with, but because we're so guarded as well, I guess. I don't know, I don't want to speak for her, but she's just this woman that no matter what, no matter what Pacific Island artist said about her, 
we're always trying to rack her up to be like, no, you're doing the right thing. Don't listen to them. Keep helping tell our stories because we want you to do it. So I'd love for her to come on the show. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. I always give that guest the last words. Anything you want to share? Any last words of encouragement or what you want to say? <laughs> I love you, G. Um, is our show. Um, May 1st to 11th at Tepo Theatre. Come along. Bring your families, bring your friends. Um, everyone. If you don't know what theatre about, is about, this is the perfect show for you because this ain't theatre. This is just three boys from the hood telling a story. So, yeah. You, you, I don't know, you want to add anything to that, Neil? No, everything will be said, man. Shalom. Shalom. Thank you once again, brothers Neil and um, Bueller. And as usual, brothers, refine, unlock, take, take charge. charge. Band-Aid.